Today, Nick and I are talking about building and scaling a seven-figure agency, soon to be eight-figure agency. Nick's going to run us through his framework of people, process, and platform. Nick, what's up, my friend? Hey, buddy. I know I know this is a super top of mind, but just to, just to kind of reestablish what, where we've come and what we've done, we both had uh, high six-figure, low seven-figure agencies before we kind of came together. Um, and then where we've been at, we've basically been together for almost two years. And this has been, this last year has been a biggest and most full year of integration. So now we're kind of just reflecting on these three, three frameworks, which was people process or platform of how to like basically troubleshoot where or when we need to include hires, uh, change platforms, change acquisition channels, uh, change change the things that we as the agency are, are, are actually in control of. So I would love to throw that because we had a we had a really good talk on the weekend. Yeah, we did. And, and let's break it down. I want you to kind of start with you have this saying, right? And like this framework of if, you know, people is good and performance is good, right? Then process is good. Or, or I'm kind of butchering, but like if, if process is good and people are good, but platform is bad, like kind of talk about how you think about the pendulum of relationship, people platform in terms of how it actually impacts retaining clients or acquiring clients. It's both. I, I, I know where you're going with this. So it used to just be either people performance and then I added in platform because of what iOS is kind of doing to the, the acquisition and the retention side of things. So I'll start at the beginning of this trifecta. You have people and you have, uh, you have people and you have performance, you have people and profitability. That P on profitability or performance or outcomes is, is inter- interchangeable. I just kept a P because we all like a good alliteration. Um, and, it, and it really came down to like, if you're performing, so if you have agency or marketer and you have brand or partner, it doesn't have to be e-commerce. It can really just be anything. And there's in this sense of freelancer, marketer, agency, et cetera. And if the performance is incredible, you know, the whole saying of like sales, sell, sales saves all things. That's kind of what's happening. If the performance is great, no one's asking for reports. No one's really doing too much digging into like, hey, like, provide me these things usually, right? Now you might have the outlier of brands that, or want that or, or partners that are really like really grinding you for specific things. You don't really have to be super friendly. You don't have to really be over communicative. You don't really have to provide that extra TLC or the above it, what we call our above and beyonds. Uh, John John on our team coined that one. Yet when things stop, to, stop working and performance begins to drop, you have to have the people skills or the people kind of inc- increase this side, which is essentially over-communicating, over-delivering, doing more, going above and beyond what is in scope, right? Because ideally in an agency, it's human capital. It's, it's a very raw and wrong way of saying it, but it is the sense like we're always optimizing and trying to manage towards efficiency and volume, right? Good work, how efficient we can be, which is why oftentimes when we're looking to optimize or build or grow, change platforms or change systems and processes, we're looking at efficiency of how much time is spent on various brands or various platforms of, of growth. So for this one, it's all to say is if you start losing performance, the people skills have to come up. If performance starts to increase, people skills oftentimes come down. Well, what happens when you add that third one in, which is platform? And you on the retention side of things are feeling it just not not fully yet, but you will in the coming in coming months. We felt it this year with with uh, iOS, and now we're having to like over deliver on. Uh, people and a little bit of platform by changing platforms that we're using because some of these things are, are not what they used to be. So I would I, I bring it to others. When you start having problems, you have to understand: is it the people, is it the platform, or is it the 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 process? And yeah, do you do you have like 
So say, for example, like, is there a use case where it could be all of the three? Like, how do you diagnose where the issue falls and, and how do you fix that issue? So do you have any specific examples, like with our team or everything in the past? Like, can you give us an example, on, like how you actually diagnose and solve for that? Yeah. So perfect example recently is we had a brand on board. Um, great. A guy that I've been friends with for quite a while. I knew he was a great, and nice guy. I knew that he was, he was uh, understanding of who we are. When we onboarded him, he actually onboarded with us. And within the first five days of onboarding, he quit. He'd see like, hey, this is this is not for me. Something's wrong here. And I was like, well, okay. So we didn't even get a chance to really be a person to him other than the reputation that we have. And so that that stood out to me on the right side. And then platform, he clearly came to us because he was having issues with his current platform. And the final thing was, what is the process? The, the, yeah, proce- the process of it. That to me was where we were falling down. So when we asked him, like, "Hey, wh- why, why all of a sudden are you turning? Why, why would you leave us so quickly?" We had to do a little bit of a self check of like, "Hey, will we the right people? Were we providing the the clear communication? Were we telling what was going to happen?" Yes, check that box. Secondly, with the platforms, we knew that was a, an area that was needing issues because everybody's having issues on Facebook specifically right now. So that's always going to be something that's could be the potential reason why things are not working out or if retention is going to happen, if we're going to keep that client, uh, that that has to be kind of a set on side on this thing. And the final thing was the process. If the process isn't smooth, if the process wasn't um, providing efficiency or clarity, that is where we initially had to go. And that in this case specifically, we went to that direction because we, we were technically up and running on the platform and the people were in place to kind of get the things moving. The process was the final thing that was dropped. Makes sense. So platform, obviously, that part's hard to change, right? That it's going to be variable throughout the year, depending on the platform. In terms of the people in the process, how much could be done upfront before you even sign a brand in the onboarding or kind of the prospecting to try to mitigate that from not happening, right? Could there have been a better job in the onboarding or kind of the process or the people that were on that account? Like, how do you think about the onboarding and how that plays into ultimately the retention of the client outside of the platform? Platform, obviously, is a given that's going to ebb and flow. It's a great question. We, we were analyzing this. We analyzed it last week and we're going to do another call on this today. Um, so time of, time of year is big. Right now we are in Q4. And so we have a general process of uh, we, what we call like a rolling, a rolling start. So when a brand comes to us, we can immediately get into their platforms and start managing it immediately as long as we know success metrics and what we're able to spend and not spend. So that way we don't have to have these big debriefs or these big calls or all, all sorts of things. We don't have to have any of those and we can just get going with it. Well, in this case, because it's so close to Q4 and because we're essentially halfway through October, which means we're three weeks, four weeks away from Black Friday, all these has to be ready. The urgency should have been different. We couldn't do our traditional one week on board, then have a conversation and kind of introduce us to them. So knowing in, in retrospect, knowing that the time of the season, time of the year, we couldn't afford to wait that long to get urgency, to let them feel cared for, let them feel loved for, to let them feel like we are the experts that can lead them to the most success they can have in this fourth quarter was a huge miss. Now, if we're in Q1, Q2, this speed's probably okay. This this onboarding is probably okay. But what what it came down to is what is, it's, and I believe now it's a presentation. We, we record all of our calls. We present the call notes back to them. Everything's transcribed. So they have plenty of things to refer back to. That's both for us as agency to make sure we're following through with what we've promised, as well as it's for the brand to have like, hey, this is a running uh, section of notes that we've all agreed that we were going to uh, own and manage. 
well, we didn't have this in like a presentation format of like, kind of like what I refer back to when, when you're in a mall, the you are here, Mark, right? Where that stars, the brands need this. So like, hey, here's what you can expect in this one week. Here's what we can expect in the second week. Right now you are in week one. This is what you can expect during week one. And it really comes down to the ownership of, in our team, the way our current model is, our head of, our, our head of uh, that pod, the pod lead or the, the, the marketer, the head strategist, and the project manager, the one that's efficiency uh, in charge of uh, bringing in communication efficiency. Those are the two main roles that are communicating this on an every evergreen ongoing basis, because there's no such thing as over communication in a time where there are worry and there are uncertainty, which is for the entire industry is stuff that we're in right now. Yeah, this is amazing. If you're watching this on YouTube, do us a favor. And if we get 30 comments with a different answer, we're going to do another video. So go drop a comment. Let us know what kind of freelance or what kind of agency you run. Do you run an email marketing agency? Do you run a Facebook ads agency? Do you do CRO, SEO? And depending on the answers, we want 30 or more comments with these answers. We will make an actual video after that breaks down how to grow and scale an agency for that. We'll give you real examples and a breakdown. So if you want Nick to talk about building and scaling a creative team or building and scaling a Facebook agency, if you want Nick to interview me about building and scaling an email team, if we get 30 comments on this video and a bunch of likes, we will come back for part two. Nick, I appreciate you. Where can people find you on Twitter? Dude, I am Shackleford. I am all about Twitter right now. Instagram is I am Nick Shackleford. I'll be posting. Promise you I won't be spamming you. It'll all be quality, quality memes. I promise you. A couple of dad jokes here and there, but Chase, I appreciate you. And again, what, what Chase said, rewind it. If there's a part where it didn't make sense to you, just pause it, write that question. We'll, we'll, we'll feel free to answer it. Uh, the channel isn't super big just yet, but as soon as it does, we might not be able to kind of go one by one. So hit us up. I would love to answer any questions that anybody got. Appreciate you, Nick. Thank you. Bye, Chase.